And welcome to episode 22, I believe, of Control-Alt-Delete. Yeah, I think you're right, I think it's 22. We didn't yep, change yep. it. <laughs> it's changed yeah. now. It's just changed, I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah 22 right. is crazy. Yes, episode 22. I am your host, Mr. Buck Blind, and on the right side of the screen is our other host, Mr. Bioshock, in the cold, cold Canadian summer it's really warm right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet you're like bundled up completely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, was, I never seem to wear some of those hoodies. Comfy. Yeah. What now? You say it's very warm. It's probably like 30 degrees for us. Yeah. <laughs> so it is t plus 26 here. Ah, uh, it's actually very warm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll go to convert it to you though. 26 Celsius to Fahrenheit is oh, that's negative 26 <laughs> 78 it's 78 for you yeah so that's about the same temperature here that's not that's not hot though yeah, i mean it's not super hot but it's, it's definitely warm yeah it'll be in the 90s here in the next month or so we'll have a lot of 90s it'll be nice and hot and so much fun <laughs> but uh, I, uh yeah I went, uh, probably about uh, uh, 70 years ago, I went to Columbia. That was hot. <laughs> oh, I bet, yeah. Oh, it was awful. What Anyways, were you in yeah. Columbia for? You, like, CIA uh, so, or something? <laughs> so, uh, we went on a cruise that started in Florida, and it ah, went uh, okay. to Mexico, Columbia, Panama, then up through the Panama Canal to uh, San Diego. Did you spend most of the time eating? Oh yeah, all because on a cruise ship everything's paid for, right? And everything's gourmet, everything's top of the line cooked. And you just walk into a restaurant, order, eat your food, walk out, leave. You don't have to tip, you don't have to pay, you don't have to do nothing. It's all included when you get the when you get on a cruise. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I've always thought about doing that. Disney but, cruises are amazing for kids too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, how are the uh, fires going? They're still burning near you, or the ones near you? So. I'm not having a question of the ones near me, but there's a lot coming from Quebec that's flying into New York. Yes, yes. I saw a picture of New York City. It's like completely red. <laughs> you hard to see. Yeah, somebody was like, I, I saw a video of somebody that was under, they, you know, live in some skyscraper there, and like they look yeah. out their window and you can't see anything. It's just an orange fog. <laughs> yeah, actually, they canceled some of their sports games under outdoor because air quality. Yeah, yeah, I know it was really bad. The ones in Quebec were weird because I sent you that video where like they all started like almost at the same time. Yeah, that's weird. It's, it's not very common for it to happen in Quebec. It more happens where I live, right? Because like the thick forest is really dry. Yeah. Are the ones around you starting to get under control, or honestly, I, I haven't really seen anything about it because everyone's talking about Quebec's fires. Right, but right. I think I think they're like getting getting control of it. But there's like gotcha. 300, 400 separate fires. So it's a lot of work. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's getting better. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Now, if, um, now uh, if we can just take care of Firex fire. Yeah, I, I still need to die to that. <laughs> I've already died to it. But uh... yeah, there's this one before we get going. There's a. Uh... About seven years ago, there was a fire in Fort McMurray, about seven hours north from where I live. 
Right. It was so bad it like ripped the whole town apart. Like fires took Ooh. took out most of the town. So like a bunch of people are living in like the uh, hotels here. Like they drove here and they get like food and some money and a place to stay while they like, fix the whole city. Yeah. It was bad too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wildfires are uh, always interesting to see. Especially, yeah. we get a lot of them not near me, but uh, like out west in the U.S., California, yeah. Oregon, Washington. A lot of those places get a bunch of fires. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's always pretty crazy to see. Uh, especially like the videos of people like driving through them and stuff, and it's just, you can't see anything. It's just orange and just fire everywhere. Yeah. People are insane. Yeah. All right. Getting into the wow news of the week. Uh, the weekly affixes. We have our tyrannical, volcanic, and sanguine. Uh, sanguine, no! So, tyrannical, of course, you know, as usual, bosses hit way harder, have a lot more health, take longer to kill. Uh, volcanic. Yep pretty dang easy one of the easiest mechanics in the entire uh affix selection all you gotta do is you know stay close to enemies or just uh sidestep that's it very easy to dodge or to eat it that's like five percent of your health <laughs> yeah well i think they knock you up don't they it does yeah yeah so that's one reason that you probably wouldn't want to do that necessarily um, right <laughs> i know lynch died to a volcanic last night not to the volcanic, but uh, he got knocked up from the volcanic and then couldn't take the tornado and got hit by the uh, downburst in Vortex Pinnacle and died to that. Uh, but uh, yeah, then so volcanic <laughs> starts at level seven and higher keys. Although we were in a six that had it. I don't I don't know what was up with that. We were in a plus six key that had volcanic in it. I think that was a bug. Because uh, yeah, it's not supposed to start till plus sevens. You remember that six that we were in? Yeah, yeah. I, I still, I never did. No, I never did look into that and see if that was a known bug that was going on or not. Um, but yeah, and then Sanguine starts at plus fourteens, and Sanguine, of course, is the uh, godforsaken affix that everyone hates because naturally every NPC enemy that uh, can hard cast will hard cast in Sanguine uh, if they hey. flee, as we know in Brackenhide Hollow. If they if they can flee. They, I, I promise you, I know it, I know they have. Blizzard just put some kind of AI into these enemies that if they are supposed to flee on Sanguine Week, they run for the nearest Sanguine Patch and then just stand in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a pain. Um, but those are only on 14s or higher, so, you know, just stay 13 or lower this week, you're golden. <laughs> um, then, uh... Don't forget about your trading post mounts. Uh, you want to take us through the mounts that you can get from that? Yeah, so what you know, the squawk or quack or whatever it is, uh, the uh, parent recolor of the mount from Freehold. Uh, mm. The Freehold one's red. The Traveler's Log one is purple and pink, I think. And that's the one that you get just for completing the, uh, yeah. the, the thousand yeah, com- points yeah, or whatever. Yeah, thousand points or whatever it All is, right. yeah. So that's like one super easy to get. And then um, you have two options to get the Cinnamon Charger, which is pretty cool, or like the uh, the Bug one, which is all right. But the, if you can only get one out of the, the two, nothing you have to, but I think Cinnamon looks cooler than the Bug one. 
I agree. I would go with the uh, center main. I was able to get both of them. Um, but yes, yeah, the yeah, center I, main charger looks really awesome. I saved the B or the bug or whatever it is to next month, so to see if I can get nice. it. Yeah, it depends on what comes out next month. You know, something might be yeah. cooler. Yeah. So I, I we'll see. I froze the pet because I had enough token. I had three thousand tokens. I think I could buy right. a pet right now, but I want to wait and see in case they have another Something double better. mount it takes yeah in case they have like another double mount next month um, yeah yeah so i, so, I went ahead and froze the pet and then i bought i got bought two uh pets and then of course got my pet from uh, bought the mounts i mean and then got my mount from the monthly so there's an achievement for the traveler's post where you complete 12 months all the whole year each month oh yeah and you know, the appearance you get is supposed to look like a warden from uh warcraft a year Ooh, nice. I don't know if it's true, because I looked up the achievement on Google, and that's what kept coming up with that set of armor, like the uh, the warden armor. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if it's true. Like I said, I don't know if it's true. I can, I can look it up real quick. Yes, yeah, um, it's, it's whatever the talent name is, uh, the achievements. I mean, you look up the achievements, appearance, whatever, on Google, and tell what you find. Because when I last checked about a month, month and a half ago, it looked like people were thinking it was the warden armor. Gotcha. Um, while I do that, you want to take us into our next news post? Yes. So, some of you may have had the bug or whatever to Catalyst Quest this week. It was not intended like I thought it was. So, to, basically, the Catalyst comes out next week. There'll be a little quest to unlock it. And I I believe you don't have to do it every, every week or whatever. Right? It's just like... And you just get like a currency, right? Is that right, Buck? Uh, yeah, for, just, for, just for be game. a charge. Just be a charge. Uh, just, so like... just get a charge to turn some gear into tier or whatever. Yep. So, yeah, you get, you'll get the quest, you unlock the catalyst, you get your first piece, turn it into tier, and then a week, every week after that, you get another one. Yes. And I don't so, think that yeah. the quest necessarily is like an unlock from what Blizzard was saying. It sounds like it's just like a. Hey, oh, this, like, it's, oh, okay. like it's it's like a quest that basically says, "Here's the location of the catalyst." In case it's somebody uh, new, like you oh, don't have right. to do the quest to get the charge or anything like that. You yeah, don't good, good. you don't even have to do the quest to use the charge. It's just automatically there. It's just the quest is more of a guiding light. Like, hey, oh, okay. over here is where the catalyst is. In case you don't know, and that's it. Yeah, um, that's okay. That's good. Yeah, uh, but also uh, I do see the achievement you're talking about. It is. Uh, for the trading post, it is the uh, trading post enthusiast is the achievement. Yeah, uh, earn the monthly special reward from the trading post twelve times. So I'll have to wait an extra month from everyone else because I missed one of them. Me too. I missed. <laughs> I missed. I missed the very first month. The one with the yes. mount, that tiger word mount thing. That's and, what I wasn't playing for February. Yeah. And uh, what you get are the sun and moon night elf warden transmogs. So you get two different transmogs from it. Uh, one of them looks like the green and gold and black uh, warden uh, transmog. The other one is like a blue and, and purple. Uh, you want to send it to me real quick from Discord? Yes. Uh, well, I'm not, I can't send it to Discord. It. I'll, I'll put it in the patch notes here at the bottom. Word. Um, yeah, no, it looks it looks cool. You get a... You get, well, I like that. Yeah, the one on the left is more like what we see from like uh, An actual the warden, warden, yeah, the wardens that we saw in um, oh, Vault of the Wardens and in, in Legion and stuff, yeah. and that that looks really cool. 
That'd be. I this, love that. This stuff. hopefully, hopefully, this is a leather transmog. No, or... it's it's for everyone. Okay, so it'll be all. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking at the. Okay, good. I'm looking at the thing. It just says like, <clears throat> it just says uh, ensemble burden of the everlasting justice. It says buy to a Blizzard account, and then it's just just that it's just the uh the gotcha. unlock. cool so yeah because i was gonna say demon hunters definitely should be able to have this because yes we're the closest like thing. yeah yeah if only Honestly, they had like uh if, if they had like a weapon for demon hunters like the the circle glaive things that'd be really cool right so or, so like, that's what i was gonna say thing. honestly i think they should make a warden class That'd be so cool. Because I think, it, you know, have it where they use glaze, but they have, like, all the circle glaze. Um, I just I, only carry I one glaze it, as well. Yeah, I, I know they probably won't do it because it's probably be a similar... I don't know. I feel like you could, it could be a pretty unique play style. You could make it you could, yeah. between, like, a mix of, like, warrior and, like, demon hunter almost. Because I know they have some kinds of magic and stuff. Uh, yep. Just not quite as magic-based as, like, demon hunter is. Um, and they're more warrior based, but like it's still, I think that'd be a really cool class. People would enjoy it. So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to add any melee classes in for a while though, because we've got you know tons of melee. Every every class up until Evoker that has been added was a melee class. So yeah, all three. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. But uh, I, I do think that would be cool to have a warden class that actually uses the circle type yeah. glaze like they did. I do like those sets, cool. though. That looks really cool. I agree. Really cool, yeah. Um, moving on, we have some PTR tuning oh, yes. uh, that happened. Uh, so, let's see here. Um, if you want, I'll take, a, I'll take a few Pharaoh and Volker if you want to do the rest. Yeah, I'll start with just the base druid stuff real quick. Yep, I mean, sure, go for it. Feral. So, yep. uh, yeah, so we have a new talent, Rising Light, Falling Knight which increases your damage and healing by 3% during the day and increases your versatility by 2% during the night. So that's for all druids. Um, improved yeah. Sunfire has been moved to, row, to the third row and is now connected to regular Sunfire. Uh, Rising Light Falling Night occupies the spot where Improved Sunfire was originally at, uh, which I think makes sense because that's kind of, I mean, if you would think Sunfire and Improved Sunfire would be connected. Uh, yeah. Restoration and Balance Druid starter builds have been updated. So they've got that uh, when you first get onto a Druid and turn into that spec, it gives you the default one that it starts you off with, and they've updated that to match. Uh, there's some Resto Druid notes real quick I will cover, and then we can jump into the Feral with you. Uh, so they are uh, increasing the damage of all abilities by 15%. And then they're trying to shift power out of Nature's Vigil and into Restoration Druid's active spells because um, they don't want just, oh, okay. they don't want Resto Druids just popping Nature's Vigil and then just doing damage and doing a boatload of healing. Um, they want yeah, them to actually be using healing spells. Yeah. Um, and then we have a bunch of Feral changes. So take it away, Bio. Yeah. So um, from what I've been looking at from the other content creators is that. They're trying to get Feral a little bit stronger in single target because AoE's fantastic already. So they changed the talents around, got rid of some. Uh, for example, the new talent Dire Fixation is that when you attack and then you shred on one target at a time, of course. For the next 10 seconds, you deal 5% increased damage. And you can shred, well, you can shred always, so it's not, you can have that 100% of the time. 
but we can only have it on one target at a time. Um, Primal Claws is the town that was removed and Dire Fixation was put in its place. Makes it very easy to pick up. They changed Rampant Ferocity, so how it worked before was that your bleeds had a chance to reset the quill on your ferocious bite and make your ferocious bite hit everybody as you rip on them. Now, the new talent is every ferocious bite you, you do does that now. So it's not just a proc thing, so you get your bleeds out, ferocious bite, that's hitting everybody. So it's just, they're just some quality of life changes, some single target changes, uh, but I mean, I don't know if it'll fix them. I, I would say they're bad with the plus, maybe just in raid, but we'll see. Yeah, so the 5% increased damage for fixated, that should definitely help in raid. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. right now, uh, Warcraft logs, overall in the raid, across all bosses, Feral Druid, dead last. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they are, they are really struggling with that single target in raid. Um, I know you have really strong single target bursts. I just don't know if it's like strong sustain wise. It's, it's not. No. Yeah, and that's the issue. With raid, you want strong sustained single target damage, not just yes. burst. Unless your burst is so high that that single target, the, the sustain doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, so on specifically just a pure single target, uh, Windwalker Monk's the only. Uh, spec that is slightly lower than Feral. Uh, Windwalker's doing about 109k and Feral's doing 109.4 whereas your top spec on Holy DK is doing 124k. Uh, so that's a big... That's a, that's a 15k difference right there. Now, yeah. if you add 5% to the Druid, that's gonna give put them about... I mean, that'd put him about 115k, which well, would... Uh, I'm sitting here doing a cat out of my room. <laughs> which, uh, 115k would put them right about the middle of the pack. So that wouldn't be too bad. Uh, so honestly, that 5%, just having that one talent might be uh, enough to make them viable in raid i mean they're viable in raid regardless but like it would make them more uh, more in line because yeah. the average like right now you have five specs that are doing 120k plus and then you have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen like you have like 18 other specs that are between 110 and 120 so if yeah. you only have, you have four specs that are below 110, five specs above 120, so a 5% increase to Pharaoh would put you 115, puts you right in line with everyone else for a single target. So honestly, okay. that, that, that one talent might actually be enough to make a difference. Um, at least on pure single targets. Yeah. So yeah, that could be, that could be good. Um, and then we have some augmentation tuning as well. Uh, so we'll let our resident augmentation evoker expert go over <laughs> these as well. So, for the most part, it's all nerfs. Um, except for one or two spells here. So Ignite Rush, which reduced the cast of eruption by 30%, is now 40%. And the eruption is basically your spender. Kind of like how it disintegrates your spender for... Devastation. Um, enemies can only be affected up people's knockback effect twice in three seconds. So technically, they have this ability called 
um, upheaval. And you click it, and it gets bigger and bigger, and you let go, and it just knocks everything in the air. And there's a talent you can use to stun people that are in the air. So it's just more CC. So it makes you can't do it like can't do it like two or three times in, in one gotcha. one spell. You know, right? Makes sense. Um, yeah. So and then the nerfing. So here's some of the nerfs. Here is uh, they're reducing the uh, mastery effect from the augmentation by twenty six percent. So. At level 70, 180 master rating now grants 0.4 versatility instead of 0.54. So it's just a little bit of a versatility nerf to the people you get Evan uh, Might on. Alright. Um, nourishing Sands now causes an Emerald Blossom to cost no essence of talented in the Dream of Spring. Uh, basically, there's two or three talents in the augmentation row and uh, talents on the right hand side of the tree where they work on. A couple of the talents are to buff some of your healing, most of it being Emerald Blossom. Um, like one of the changes, this is not here, but I read was that the certain talent you can make so um, Emerald Blossom no longer has a cooldown, but costs three essence. So you either get, which I don't know how good that'd be because Emerald Blossom is pretty weak. So I don't know if it's worth substituting that for like. Uh, eruption damage or not. Right, right. I know there is, um, like, yeah, for Emerald Blossom, because for Augmentation, you're not a healer. Let's say he the healing, yeah. from what I was reading, I know there's certain builds, it's like all about making your Emerald Blossoms really strong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as Augmentation, I wouldn't imagine that would be super strong, but, I mean, extra bonus healing, I guess. Yeah. Um, Momentum shift in the last six seconds was eight, and the duration is increased by mastery. Momentum shift, I'm actually not familiar with, so I'm not I'm not sure what spell they're talking about there. Yeah, I can look it up um, while you're going over the other stuff. Cool. Yeah, and the last one is essence burst and leaping flames now have the duration increased by mastery as well. So just a little, a couple small buffs to your mastery. And nerfs your mastery at the same time. So, yeah. Momentum Shift um, is a passive talent that's uh, second from the bottom on the left side of the class or the spec tree. Uh, consuming Essence Burst grants you 5% intellect for 6 seconds, stacks up to 2 times. So, okay. all is, it used to be 8 seconds that you would get that buff, now it's just 6. Oh. So. You could get up to 10% intellect increase. Yeah. Um, we got some mage changes. Yes, take us through... We still have no arcane changes. I uh, don't understand that. Like, the yeah. one thing they're saying, like, arcane rework coming next patch, nothing yet. Yeah, yeah, it's a little I, weird. I hope, the, I hope they're reworking the entire spec. Yeah, my guess is that is... awful. Yeah, my guess is the reason that they haven't released anything yet... Is because it's an entire overhaul, so it's just taking longer. Because um, yeah, it's aw the playstyle is awful. It's a single target. Yeah, what I, my bet is whenever we do finally get the notes on the changes for Arcane Mage, it's going to be like an entire like all all these notes combined is going to be the size of it. <laughs> oh yeah, I agree, and I hope it does because I like Arcane Mage quite a bit. Yeah. All right, take so it back. Take us to before you go, I'll take you back a little journey here. When I, <laughs> I didn't have a max level character until Wrath. I played as vanilla, but I didn't play enough. Right. And my first max level tune was my mage. 
And I raided Noxramus and Rathlish King as Arcane, and it was fantastic. Nice. Yeah, my anyways, yeah. my so, first max one. level character was in uh, Wrath of Lich King, and of course oh, it was same. a Death Knight. I played a uh, Paladin up to level 55, so I could unlock a Death Knight, and then I made a Death Knight, <laughs> and then played the Death, played the DK. And uh, yeah. I had a lot of fun, and uh, I did a lot of Wintergrass on that uh, DK, because right. they were so OP, it was so easy to just beat everybody. <laughs> I was terrible at the game, but I was still beating everybody, because DK was so OP in Lich King. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we have some mage changes, like we were saying. So we'll start yes. with the uh, the spec the spec we don't speak of. <laughs> Fire. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So there's some changes. Some changes in my opinion that are really good. Um, yeah. Sure. They're deleting like nerfing, the class. Because <laughs> like, uh, that's like the only nerfing, good change. I think. The reason I say I like some changes is because they're nerfing certain talents to make it anti-fun to play fire. Um, so, uh, we'll start from the top. The Phoenix Flame Center is one stack to field of burn. Field of burn is a mastery stack. It stacks up, uh, but it just gives you mastery 2%. I don't know how many stacks you can get, though, let's say. Um, I have to see in game. Anyway, I think it goes up to like 246 or something like that. Uh, Searing Touch is the Scorch Damage. Is your Execute, up off by 25% from 150. 75. And if you don't know, uh, when you use Searing Touch, it's some below 30%. It's a guaranteed crit. And hits extremely hard. So it's just good uh, execute phase for fire. Uh, five. So a lot of these spells I'm not really f familiar with, so I don't play fire that much. No, I'm but looking it up real quick. You got Fire Mind increasing intellect per stack by 1%, was 2. Uh, Fevered Incantation, Critical Strike Damage increased by 8%, was 10, there's a slight nerf. Wildfire, now increased Critical Strike Damage by 3 to 6, was 4 to 8. And this is the change I like. So in King's Blessing, increased your next Power Blast with Strike by 275, was 300. Which is good, Sun King's so anti-fun. Um, and then Hyperthermia is just, just another stupid talent. I don't. I don't like fire, so I don't even care. All right. So, what were the talents you weren't sure about? What they did? So, the one I'm not sure about was uh, f uh, feel the burn mastery stacks. Okay, so that stacks up to three times. So it'd be six percent. Yes. Okay. Before it was twelve. Okay. So it's like nerf. Any other uh, questions? No. Okay. And so, quick frost changes that they that they brought out again. So. More changes the better, I think. Um, some really good changes to come for sure. Um, so to start off, icy veins was a three minute cooldown. Now it's a two minute cooldown, which is awesome. Nice. But the haste, the haste went from thirty percent to twenty percent, which I think is okay because as you see, as I go on through the town tree, you'll see why it's okay. Yeah. Well, I also think that just having a shorter cooldown is, especially for Mythic Plus. Shorter the cooldowns, the better the spec plays in Mythic Plus. Well, to, to be fair, we're doing some Mythics on my Mage. I can keep Icy Veins up on a 3-minute cooldown. I can get it to, like, a 30-second cooldown before it wears out with how the town build system is. I can keep it extended for, like, 2, 2, 15, like, 2 minutes, 15 seconds, 2 minutes, 30 seconds. Right. I can keep it, like, stacked up the entire time. Not, like, on, on bosses, not, like, on the... Trash, they just switched, um, switch, going to new packs and stuff, but yeah, 
They're changing that too, so you can't keep it up all the time. But but yeah, you like if you're if you had some certain talents and some gear, you could really keep the icy veins up for a long time. I think they're trying to get away from that because that that's kind of overpowered. Right. Um. So another cool thing, the icy veins now summons a water elemental, and the pathos for this elemental now is that it can be controlled again. Before it was not able to ah, be controlled. Okay. Yeah, because I remember, yes. I remember back in the day, um, I think it was Water Jet is the cooldown that yeah, I, I, always is, would, yeah. I always would leave that off of the automatic casting because I wanted to cast it when I wanted it because it works where it, it would... finger frost. Yeah, yeah, and I would always try yeah. to use that when... I, I would use that at the right time instead of letting it just automatically do it. Yeah. Back, back when I played, this was like probably Cataclysm, maybe Wad. Somewhere in that somewhere between Cataclysm, Mop, and Wad is when I was playing a lot of Frost Mage, yeah. uh, and I remember back whatever the rotation was then, you wanted to use the Water Jet at a certain time in your rotation. Mm-hmm. You didn't want it just going off whenever. So yeah, um, they have freeze ability. It's just like that. I the Frost Nova you to direct where it goes, and it applies maximum stacks of frigid exposure. And frigid exposure now increases damage taken by four percent per stack, and the maximum stacks was reduced to five instead of ten. So that's uh, a freeze gives you a flat out maximum stacks. It's kind of crazy. Um, here's the one that makes icy veins two minute twenty percent decent. There's a new talent called Winter's Blessing, Blessing Haste, or Winter's Blessing. Haste is increased to 8% and was 3%. A flat out 8% haste? Awesome. Right? That's awesome. Yeah, that is nice. Um, Thermal Void increases ice, ice, icy veins by 5 seconds was 10. Which is okay because it went from 3 minutes to 2 minutes, right? So, um, Thermal Void causes ice lance and to increase icy veins duration by 0.5 seconds was 1 second. So that's what I was telling you before how you keep it up. If you're just spamming ice lance crits. And the beautiful thing is that when you know if ice lance can hit two targets, right? Yes. If you're if they're cleaving, each each hit adds a second off. It wasn't like oh, one cast nice. is one second. Each cast is two seconds, so you can really keep icy veins up. So yeah, you still be able to keep it up for a while, but but reducing it to 0.5. So probably roughly if you're fighting groups, it'll probably be about one second for ice lance. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Frozen arm race is increased by 15 percent. And the, so I got a bug fly on my face. Oh, that's nice. And the damage increased by twenty five percent. What? What's nice? The the frozen ore radius increase. Yes, it increase. is. Yeah. Which just means the that damage, that's now twenty five percent more damage that you were missing out on whenever your tank pulls all the mobs out of the ore frozen ore. Well, <laughs> yeah. To be fair though, the new mastery doesn't increase the damage of your of your uh, frozen ore. Yeah. But the radius oh, increase you know, is it, nice. Uh, sorry, I, I'm wrong. Frozen orbs damage from mastery is is still there. It's just weaker now. Yeah. That's because because it's 25 percent damage. But yeah, the 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 radius of the damage is awesome. Yeah, yeah. The range of the damage increase is nice. Again, it'll just be 25 percent more damage that you're gonna miss out on whenever your tank just inevitably <laughs> pulls them all out of the frozen orb. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we're about halfway. Frostbolt chance to gain brain freeze reduced to 25% was 30. It's okay. Who cares? 
So if you're not familiar with these patch notes from like I don't know, a week ago, the coldest snap, which was just cold snap for mages, which was the five minute cooldown that reset ice block and frost nova and stuff, is now changed. That when you're going to use Kona Cold, it resets all those cooldowns now. And Kona Cold's cooldown is only 45 seconds. So you could technically orb, get all your spells out, orb goes away, Kona Cold, orb again. It's just, it just seems really strong. Yeah, for sure. And then the, uh, it's, the, where does it say this? It applies Winter's Chill to oh, all yeah. enemies hit. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it resets the cooldown of Frozen Orb, Comet Storm, and Blizzard. In addition, Cone of Cold applies Winter's Chill, yep. Um, so what was the Cone of Cold's cooldown? Because I see they increased it to 45 seconds. It's like 15 right now. Okay. Yeah. But it's like it's not used, right? So I think it's I think it's a good change. Yeah, yeah, for Cone sure. Actually, to make Cone of Cold useful. Yeah, make it an actual cooldown ability that will be helpful. Yeah, yeah. Um, Snowstorm, which was an ability that increases your Cone of Cold's damage, stacking up from your Blizzard. Um, so it goes to 18 to 36 percent, was 12 to 24, but the stack. Maximum stacks is now 15 and was 30. So I don't know if people still take it because damage is not very strong. And you don't need it to get Kona Cold. It's just a bonus. Um, Frozen Touchdown Grants Fingers Frost 25% more often was 20. And now Grants Brain Freeze 15% more often. Or 50, 15%. Wait a second. 25% more often. Brain Freeze 15% more often was 20. So they, they nerfed yeah, that part of it. Yeah, now Grass Brain Freeze 15% more often was 20. So it's a slight nerf there. So you get more Fingers of Frost, less Brain Freeze. Yes, yeah, which is okay because, like, Ice Knights is like your damage. <laughs> right. Um, Glacial Spike. Cast and reduce by 0.5 seconds, making it a 2 second cast. Which is pretty quick for how hard it hits. Yeah. And then the damage increased by 10%, which is nice. pretty big. The the best thing about all these mage changes, other than Kona Cold in my opinion, is the new mastery. Uh, the mastery icicles reduced the damage to icicles by 25%, because that was quite a lot of your damage. But now baking in the fact that your mastery can now increase the damage of Blizzard, Comets from Ice Lines, Glacial Spike, and Ray of Frost. Which nice. is it's huge. It's huge. Frost Robber's damage and mastery exclusive over two seconds. Yeah, so those are the frost mage changes. They're looking pretty good. Um, I'm definitely gonna try it out when the patch comes and get closer to. Uh, I'm kind of waiting to see the arcane, see how that'll see. Nice. I'd, I'd love to play, but I'd love to play my mage again and actually enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't care about the fire ones because that spec's just yeah. deleted from the game. Uh, <laughs> frost changes look really fun. I, I might yeah. have to try out my frost mage. Um, the arcane changes, hopefully those will be good and they'll be fun to play. I don't really, you know, have any intention of playing arcane mage, but hopefully, yeah. they'll, hopefully they'll make it more fun. Um, we have like, some... It's like, go ahead. It's, it's single targets very good, as you can tell by raid logs. Right. Uh, but like, and it's not that it's bad at missing plus, it's that the rotation is extremely difficult to pull off. Yes. And it's like, you gotta line everything perfectly and... Yeah. I, I don't know, it's just... Well, I, 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 I remember, I remember first season one, Arcane Mage was like supposed to be top, 
damn it, or maybe it was maybe it was in in Shadowlands. I can't remember now. One of the two. Arcane Mage supposed to be like number one damage for uh, Mythic Plus, and every Arcane Mage you played with would get beat out by me, the tank. Like yeah. it was, it was because it's so hard to play. Yeah, it's it's probably in my opinion probably the hardest caster spec to play. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see. So then we have some Holy Paladin changes because I know we're doing a lot That's of Holy Pally reworks. Take it uh, away, Buck. Yep. Echoing Blessings location has moved to below Holy Aegis. Uh, the starter build has been updated. Crusader's Might is now a one point talent instead of two points and grants 1.5 seconds of cooldown reduction to Holy Shock. Uh, Relentless Inquisition is now a one point talent. It can stack up to five times. Uh, there's a new talent called Awestruck. That makes Holy Shock, light, Holy Light, and Flash of Light critical healing increased by 15%. Holy Infusion, Infusion now shares a choice node with this Allstruck talent. Glorious Dawn now increases the healing and damage of Glimmer of Light 10%. Awakening now triggers Avenging Wrath for 12 seconds. It was 10 seconds, so that's now going to last for 2 seconds longer. Uh, fixed an issue that caused Relentless Inquisitor to not stack its effect from Avenging Crusader. And fixed an issue that caused Light of the Martyr to cost less mana than intended. Uh, now, just as an overview, no idea what all that means. I do not play Holy Pally, I play Prop Pally. Uh, and yeah. Bio plays Ret Pally. So uh, all you Holy yeah. Pallies out there, uh, you could take what we just, what I just went over and you can come up with a, what that means. It sounds like it's some buffs. That's what it sounds like from, from just reading it, it seems like. So, uh, hopefully it'll make your class more fun to play and stronger. Um, and then one little quick Affliction Warlock change. Xavius's Gambit no longer increases the damage of Unstable Affliction's Backlash damage. Uh, I don't know much about Warlocks, but... I think it's more of like just a fix. So was... Yeah, sounds more like uh, something that was happening that they didn't intend to happen. Yeah. Um, and let me quickly scan through these profession ones, just pattern stuff. There's some changes there. PBT changes. Uh, Evoker. You've got Dreamwalker's Embrace heals you and your ally for 100% of damage dealt to enemies struck by Tether. Uh, and time stop cooldown is reduced to one minute and duration increased to five seconds. So I don't so, know if that's any good or something. Something cool for time stop is that I saw a lot of people doing it early in the expansion. Was they burst somebody and they kind of run out of damage. You get them to like twenty percent. You throw time stop on them. You get healed up. Four seconds later, they teleport back to that twenty percent health. So it's just like gives you more chance to try and kill. But uh, it's the fact that reducing the cooldown is pretty cool. Nice. Uh, I'm not playing PvP, but it seems like a good change. <laughs> um, Holy Pally has some changes as well. Uh, Searing Glare's cooldown reduced to 45 seconds, radius <laughs> increased to 25 yards, and Glimmer of Light now deals only 50% damage in PvP combat instead of 75. I think they're uh, trying to get rid of like the healers doing tons of damage in PvP. Probably. What they need to do is increase. What they need to do is increase tank self healing and tank damage in PvP. That's what they need to do. Because uh, like tanks should be able to uh, do as much damage as a DPS and as much healing as a healer. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so also some Warlock Affliction changes. Deathbolt, the PvP talent, has been removed. And there's a new talent that's going to be coming in called Oblivion. Unleash Wicked Magic upon your target soul, dealing shadow damage over 3 seconds. Deals 10% increased damage up to 30% 
per damage over time effect that you have on the active target. So the more dots, the more damage that ability will do. Excuse me. Sounds like it's a PvP talent. Uh, don't know if that'll be something that'll be grabbed. Probably. It sounds pretty strong. If you can increase your damage 30% on a target that has lots of dots on it, that sounds pretty good. Um, and then some UI changes here. Updated the open hand interaction cursor with high resolution art. Woohoo! Uh, updated the unit frame art for totems. Here's one that I uh, we were talking about earlier, and I'm kind of like, cool. Every other game had this 12 years ago. Uh, added a sell all junk button to vendors. Um, like that's awesome that they're doing it, but my gosh, yeah. Blizzard, that's literally like 12 years late on on that trend. Uh, <laughs> uh, they updated some of the art for the repair and pair all buttons. Um, edit mode. You have an archaeology bar now that you can have in there. And added some width and height sliders to the chat frame. And that is everything that they've done on PTR so far. So we will, of course, keep you updated on changes for PTR as uh, as they happen. Yeah. Um, there are a couple other things that are coming out. Uh, so if yep. you want to take us through uh, the next thing sure. that's going on in 10.1.5. So I love to do this in every patch so far. Yes. But this is happening again. That next patch, you can buy 398 gear and veteran gear at that. They can upgrade to 424, which is awesome. Now, I don't know what the currency is going to be for buying that 398 because right now the PTR is just gold. <laughs> so I'm assuming that's not intended for live. I mean, it might be, honestly. Yeah. Um, like, they're like 200 so, gold a piece. Well, so, so keep in mind 424, like that is the equivalent of mythic gear, like mythic raid gear. That was that 424 is the top item level for season one. So for right. if if we're talking end of season two, I, maybe I I could see them doing it for gold potentially, because um, after all that'll probably only be with we'll have the second half of the season is all we'll have left at that point. Yeah. So maybe it might not be though. Uh, we'll see. Um, I do think it's a good system. I'm glad that they're going to be having catch up mechanics still. Because um, yeah. to be to be fair, if, like, if you're trying to catch up, you can't go to the Broken Isles anymore. True. Yes. Yeah. The, the Broken there's, Isle there's catch up. There. There's no reason to go there uh, because nobody's killing the there. rares. Now, maybe here's what maybe here's what they should do. Make the Broken Isles have this gear and make your currency come from doing the rares, and then people will want to go to do the rares again. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I want. Uh, I don't know if I want to do all that uh, farming right. again. I would, I would want to go back to the same content, yeah. to be fair. Now, honestly, I still don't, even if they did that, I don't think it would really help out much as far as getting people to go back there. Um, right. I, I do, I will say this. With, I guess you have it, it's, it is the starting zone for the Drakthir. I feel like the whole return to the Forbidden Isle thing is almost a lost opportunity. Uh, because... Really, I mean, it was only something to do for about four or five weeks, and then the next patch came out, and then there was no point. I mean, nobody's going there, nobody's doing anything there. Uh, right. The Onyx Annulet was 
is pretty pointless other than for those few weeks there not a whole lot of commission. there's a couple classes that are still like best in slot yeah so for um, example for ret it's their best in slot ring still yeah so there's a couple classes but i mean there's nothing to upgrade it with there's nothing to change or, or do anything with that the other issues i feel like that's such a large zone and they had so many cool rares and stuff there I feel like it's almost a lost opportunity because they could have they could have kept it up to date somehow. Um, this think think of this. You if you want to get the Onyx amulet, it'd be extremely hard because you got to go kill rares that no one's killing. Well, the amulet isn't hard to get because you get the amulet through uh, the quests the and doing vault. the vaults. Uh, yeah, the, but you the, the keys. Yeah, the keys are harder. If yeah. you don't have a main time, you're kind of hooped. Yeah, the keys are harder to get, but you can get those without killing the rares because you can get them like, to the treasure chest and stuff. But yeah, no, it, it's... annoying. I think the only issue with it is, one, the vault thing was a lot of fun, but it also was kind of like only useful for the first week, and then there's really no yeah. point in doing it again. Um, so I think that's kind of... I felt like it's a lost opportunity there. Also, I just feel like all the work that they put in to that zone to get the rares and stuff in there, it feels like a lot of work for something that's only there for a few weeks and is only like is just is it's a dead zone at this point. I feel like, yeah, um, it does, yeah. and I feel like that's kind of odd. So I would I would like to see them do something to update that. Maybe not necessarily to get like this catch up gear because this catch up gear is a little weak and most people aren't going to be getting aren't going to be needing this. Um, the only people that this catch-up gear, in my opinion, is really any good for are the players that don't do any kind of raid or Mythic Plus. Um, or if it's just, like, your 11th alt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, because anybody that... If you're doing Mythic Plus or raids, you're going to get all... You're already going to have veteran gear. Um, yeah. It's super, super easy to get veteran gear and to get up to 424 just from doing mythic plus or raid i mean lfr gear gets you to gets you veteran gear so this would only be for alts or for people that just don't do lfr or any even like low level keys uh i mean if you're if, if the only content you do is open world stuff this will be great for you because you can now get up to 424 where you couldn't before i think adventure yeah. i think either explorer or adventure whichever one's the higher one 411 is the highest you can get to without doing any kind of mythic plus or raid yeah those are the green gear right yeah yeah like, i think it's blue like i think 379 well yeah so the green gear goes up to 398 the blue gear goes up to 411 uh, oh, okay and then uh, veteran is where it starts going purple but uh yeah no i i don't like this ketchup mechanic is again it's it's good if you're uh it's a, it also depends on what is what is the currency to upgrade the ketchup gear. If the currency is still crest, it's really not that helpful. Yeah. Um, but if it because veteran gear usually you're gonna need Drake crest for the second half of that, so you're gonna have to do mythic plus or normal raid to get those Drake crests. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's not really useful if you're. Even if you're doing open world, you're not going to have those crests. So I guess it's mainly just useful for alts. But it depends. Maybe they make the currency for that specific gear. It's just gold or something, or it just costs flight stones. Yeah. Uh, but if they make it crest, you still have to do Mythic Plus to get it upgraded. So it's not really that much of a catch up. 
Um, yeah. But it is something. It's something, so that that's good. Um, especially if you have alts and you know you're you're doing mythic plus on your mains and stuff. It's a nice, easy way to get veteran gear and get 424. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. Uh, another thing that they are adding is the myth upgrade path uh, that's going to be coming What's in 1.5. So right now, if you get mythic gear from the raid, uh, you cannot upgrade it to anything. So the mythic gear, however, is 441 for the early bosses, 444 for the middle, and 447 for the final bosses. Uh, so right now, uh, the myth... You can't upgrade any of that stuff. So what they're going to add in 10.1.5 is a myth upgrade path. So your four point or your, your 441 gear and 444 gear that you get from Mythic Raid, you can upgrade that to 447. Um, yep. So that way you can get all Mythic gear up to that max level. Another thing that they're also going to have is the rare, the very rare loot that's like in Heroic because that has a higher item level. That will also be on the myth upgrade path. There's only like four or five items on there that count as that very rare. Uh, but yeah, that gear will also be upgradable using the myth uh, path. Okay. So that'll be nice for raiders and stuff. Um, I wonder. I don't know. I wonder if this is going to be retroactive. Because uh, if it's not retroactive. Will we see people who have already gone through Mythic and gotten their best in slot from Mythic that are 441 go back into Mythic and get the stuff that could be upgraded? Um, I don't know. I definitely could see uh, the World First guilds doing that for sure because they're going yeah. to want to have full 447 going into the next uh, next season. Next raid. Yeah, because... Uh, uh, for that, you know, I mean, it's yeah, it's only six item levels, but every single item level helps for myth when it's when it's race world first. Every item level counts. Uh, so I definitely see if 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 they do not make it retroactive and it's only new gear that drops from ten point one point five, then I could see all the race world first guilds like, let's go again, guys. Um, yeah. Which honestly, they'll probably be selling runs anyway, still, so it won't be that big of a deal, right? Um, and then also, uh, we have one more bit of news, so I'll let Bioshock take that away. For all you that care, which is very little, <laughs> the, the uh, PvP AWC is starting. And the first day is Friday 16th, so in six days from now. Um, yeah, so just there's a long list of uh, the next couple months it's going to be going on every weekend. NA and EU. So just, if you like PvP or you're curious about it or just want to watch something that's slightly entertaining, I'd suggest watching it. Yep. And uh, that date made me remember something we forgot to put in the news to continue right. going over it. Um, do, 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 do. That is not the article I'm looking for. Where is the one I'm looking for? Where did it go? Here we go. Alright. Uh, so, we talked about this last week as well. Um, but on the... I believe it's the 15th? Or maybe it is the 16th. Do... Where 
what day is this? What are you looking for? The next uh, WoW event for the Diablo 4 launch. Why does that article not list the date? Um, anyway, the Winds of Sanctuary event is going to be coming for... Uh, I can't remember what day it is. I want to say it's the 16th as well. But, let's see... We have, yes, June 16th is when the uh, the wins, uh, same day, Friday, June 16th, the same day that the uh, Arena World Championships start. We also will have the uh, wins of, oh, what's the place called? It's the, the Diablo 4 name. Um, but we have the uh, second half of the Diablo event, and you're going to have 50% XP buff along with 50% reputation gains to all reputations other than the loam reputation. So, two things to do during that event, man. Level up tunes. Uh, I will be doing a speed run during that event. And then also, if you have reps you want to get, which I do, so I might go back and start farming some reps. Uh, rep yeah. farming. Rep farming, gear up alts, or level up alts. Great time to do it. You're going to have about three weeks, because I think it goes... Um, until let me check my calendar here. I believe it runs from June 16th until July 11th. I want to say. I think July 11th is when it ends. Um, so that's a good almost four weeks yep. of, of, of opportunity to do that. Uh, so definitely a lot of time. Um, again, alts get your alts leveled. Uh, go farm rep that you need. Uh, I'm definitely going to be farming rep because there's a lot of mounts I can get with rep and I need to farm some rep to do that. So I definitely will be farming rep during that time. Yeah, um, me too. Currently, we do still have for another four days the treasure goblin event. Uh, I have not seen a single treasure goblin. I don't know if you have. I haven't seen a single one. So. I have. I've seen, I've seen two. Oh, you have? Okay. I, would say I have not seen a single treasure goblin the entire time I've been in here. Um... Where do you see him at? I'm guessing like heroic dungeons, probably. Nope, it's the major cities and stuff. Oh, okay. Because I know it was. There's a, wow, it has a spawn timer on it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, nice. I, the first one I did was in Marukai in, in uh, on Iron Plains. And then I did a couple in Valdrasis. Or Thaldra, uh, no, Valdrakan, I mean. Oh, I see, I see. So it. Uh... Swaps okay, so it's either Stormwind, so Stormwind or Orgamar at the top of each hour, and then a Dragonflight zone at the half hour mark. So every 30 minutes, interesting. And they cycle through Onarn Plains, then Azure Span, then Thaldrassus, then Valdraken, and then the Waking Shores. Okay, so those are that's the specific order it goes. Interesting, okay, cool. So it's very yeah. predictable, uh, right? Yeah, I was unaware of all that. Interesting. <laughs> Um, there it is. Okay, so June 15th to July 11th. So it is the 15th, direct day afterwards, is when the uh, the Winds are Welcome to Sanctuary event. And it's the Winds of Sanctuary buff. Um, so again, yes, excellent, excellent time to do it. Uh, no, that's good, that's good. Um, anyway, uh, what has your weekend while been like, Mr. Bio? Uh, well, just doing dungeons and 
We're gonna get a vault. I think I have a uh, a rogue. Is I've been playing quite a bit of my rogue this week. Yep, yep. Um, join subtlety and assassination. Nice. Play play a little bit of Volker because I gotta keep up with it. Um, but yeah, just basically plus basically is all I done. Nice. Your Volker uh, get any tier this week? Nope. Did you get your legendary this week? Nope. Aw. It sounds so sad. <laughs> that was I was sad. Yeah, yeah. I I say I know your t what uh, what's your tier bonus right now on your rogue? You have two set. I have one piece. Just one. Okay. So your fair your feral has three set, right? Yes. Nice, nice. My, my mage my mage has two sets as well. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, I have uh, a lot of gear I can upgrade. It's very good. Like four thirty one, four twenty eight. Awesome. Upgrade the tier on Tuesday, so it'll be nice to have some good gear. Good right, tier, right. anyways. Not bad. Yeah, and, uh, yourself. Uh, just a lot of Mythic Plus. Did a ton of LFR because I was off for a couple nights of work because right. I was sick. Oh, I did that too. Yep, yep. We did lots of LFR. Uh, no tier in the Demon Hunter so far. So uh, we got one more normal raid we're going to run tonight, and hopefully, maybe I can get my four set from that. But uh, we will yep. see. We will see. Uh, if not, I'll have four set on Tuesday. Well, Wednesday for me. Right. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, a lot of Mythic Plus we've run these last couple nights. Uh, been doing a lot of alt work. Kind of kind of putting the monk on the back burner because defensively, uh, they suck. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the same position a little bit. I kind of my mage in the back burner because I'm kind of waiting to see the changes. Right, right. But yeah, we, uh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, as you guys all saw uh, on on my monk, offensively, I can pump numbers and damage on that Huge monk. It's, it's it's damage ability is insane uh, yeah. for a tank. I feel like, but defensively, yeah, like... ooh, it's 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 rough. Like, I'm I'm only I'm like four oh seven, and my paladin at four oh seven, I could run a plus eight plus nine, not a problem. My monk running a uh, running a plus eight plus nine at four oh seven. Uh yeah yeah I'm I'm it's it's rough it's very very rough taking lots of damage uh staggers a terrible mitigation for mythic plus uh, monks yeah. are fantastic in, in raid like honestly in raid so easy on the monk when we were doing LFR on him so easy I take a hit no big deal like I'm literally just gonna take a hit pop a defensive take the hit pop purifying brew and then just hit my expel harm boom full health no problem uh mythic plus not so much uh like with big 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 pulls uh i know one of the trash mobs in lfr when we pulled it i was 100 100 staggered the entire time and just spamming my purifying brew every single second every as soon as it was available hitting it and i would drop to 50 percent, and within two seconds right back to 100 percent uh and it's very similar to that in mythic plus you're just maxing out that that stagger it feels like and it's not yeah. not a good play style uh but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, I've been I swapped that out and I've been doing more Guardian Druid and that's a lot of fun. Um, as long as I like Guardian Druid, I smell cookies. I don't know why. Oh, I smell some? cookies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I smell uh, <laughs> smell. Uh, yeah, I'm playing Guardian Druid. Uh, a lot of fun on it. Uh, the new it's. it's the new play style is like not really new, 
but like there's two extra buttons to hit like one there's an extra minute one minute cooldown yay yeah and then you use mangle all the time now uh whereas before it was you don't use those two everything else is the same about it it's it's but it's a it's a nice easy relaxing class um you kind of focus more on mechanics definitely a great beginner's tank uh, class if you are someone out there who is thinking about taking up tanking try a guardian druid super simple super super simple just use mangle and thrash on cooldown pop moonfire on your main target uh right now moonfire when it procs with galactic guardian you don't even have to re reapply it you just let the proc apply it for you uh and then you just thrash the swipe man i mean thrash on cooldown mangle on cooldown swipe when you don't have either of those and then if you need some more mitigation spend your rage on iron fur if you don't need the mitigation spend your rage on maul pop, yep. pop bark skin when you when you need it and then uh uh, use your frenzied regeneration for heals, and if you have Ursox Fury up, you're unkillable because you can just keep spamming Savage or uh, frenzied regeneration. You just you spam your Thrash and your Mangle. You just literally just go back and forth between the two, and then you just spam frenzied regen, frenzied regen. Or you can spend you can spam Iron Fur if you want maximum defensive mitigation, whatever. Uh, I yeah. like to just hit frenzy regeneration, so I'm just healing 33% of my maximum health every, like, two seconds. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. Because uh, when... So, so basically, the reason it works and you become unkillable still is uh, when Incarn is up. The entire duration of Incarn is, like, 30 seconds, I think. Uh, there's no cooldown on frenzy regeneration. So as long as you have the, the rage, which you do, because with with you can use your thrash and your mangled like non-stop so you just have yeah. you're constantly generating rage you're max usually you're maxed out on rage during that entire time frenzy regeneration just hit it every couple seconds and there's no cooldown on it so there's no charge reset so you aren't using any charges whatsoever it's beautiful you're just yeah. healing yourself just non-stop so yeah it's it's nice uh as long as you don't take a big giant one hit shot you won't die during the incarn uh, yeah, no, it's a great beginner tank. Highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, no, I'm loving my Vengeance DH, of course. That's my main. Always will be. Can't wait for the fourth set. I'm going to be so much stronger and with, once I get that. It's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. So cool to get that fourth set. It's so overpowered. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see here uh, at the end of this week, once reset hits, I want to see what the how much extra play time vengeance th and how much ground we've gained on uh, pally tanks because i think we're gonna i think we're going to get a lot closer to them before the end of the season unless they nerf yeah. us but uh we'll see but yeah uh can't yep. wait to open the vaults got a lot of characters to open vaults so i think my evoker Same. monk druid paladin warrior and demon hunter i think i have all those yeah, I have a ton as well. So that's really cool. Um, if you haven't done your four mythic mythics uh, this week, get your four mythics done. Get your heroic piece from the weekly loot. And because uh, it's the weekly quest right now, complete four mythics and it gives a heroic raid piece. So get that done if you haven't done it. Uh, I know we've done most of ours, I think. You got a couple days still left to do that. But yeah. Uh, uh, I think that is about it. You got anything else you want to add? Nope. Uh, I'll grave you over here. All right. 
All gravy and fire. <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is what happens, man. When you let fire mages out, they start fire forest fires. That's what's happened. That's true. Yeah, that's why we just got to... I'm a frost mage, I'll help. There you go. Yeah, you just got to get out, get rid of the fire mages, get the frost mages. See, that's what, you guys have yep. a fire and frost mage issue. You have too many fire mages in the summertime, and you've got too many frost mages in the wintertime. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the appropriate amount of RK mages, which is zero. <laughs> <coughs> All right, well, uh, that is going to be it. Uh, if you want to check me out on social media, you can check out my uh, media names at the top left there. Uh, Twitch is twitch.tv slash buckline. YouTube, Buckblind the Demon Hunter, and Twitter, at BuckblindDH. Uh, I'm also now on uh, YouTube. I, I I'm on, do a lot of my live streams on there as well. Uh, Facebook you, Live, man. I'm on there. Yeah. Well, well, YouTube won't ban me. Twitch will ban me. Uh, so, we'll see. I haven't decided, Twitch, I don't have decided if I'm going to stay on Twitch and not stream anything else, or just stop streaming on Twitch and just stream on the others. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if Twitch decides to get smart and be like, you know what, this is a bad idea. Uh, I don't think they will, though. Um, but also on kick which is i think kick.com slash buckblind as well so just recently started on there so you can catch me on those and uh bio what are yours uh qq underscore bioshock for both um twitch and youtube so he makes it easier just one name for each one (laughs) mine's separate names for everything i don't know why i did that it just just happened but uh (laughs) Anyway, uh, that is going to be it. So thank you all for watching. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed. Drop comments if you have anything you want to discuss or ask questions on or any thoughts on what we talked about. Uh, Anything you want to see in upcoming podcasts or whatever, drop drop a comment, let us know. And uh, we'll see what we can do. So thank you and have a good one. Later.